0: Welcome, everyone, to Daily Prayer at the Abbey. I'm Father David, and this is Morning Prayer for Tuesday, February 6th, the year of our Lord, 2024, the season of Epiphany. The prophet writes from the rising of the sun to its setting, My name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense will be offered to My name, and a pure offering. For My name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. We're so glad that you're joining us today at the Abbey where I'll be leading us in prayer using the New Book of Common Prayer of the Anglican Church in North America. You can learn how to purchase your copy at the end of the podcast. Many thanks to all of our faithful listeners who've been so generous in your giving. Your continued support's helping this minister reach people all over the world with daily prayer. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and share us with your friends. We'll be praying responsibly this morning. I'll be reading the parts for The Efficient you'll be responding with the parts for the people in bold. So join me now on page 12 as we humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. In unison, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and the desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. is now and ever shall be world without end amen let us praise the lord the lord's name be praised our morning canticle the Ubalate, on page 15 together O be joyful in the lord all you lands serve the lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song be assured that the lord he is god it is he that has made us and not we ourselves we are his people the sheep of his pasture O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, and his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures from generation to generation. Our psalm for this morning, Psalm 90, beginning on page 388 of your Book of Common Prayer. The psalmist sings, Lord, you've been our refuge from one generation to another. Before the mountains were brought forth or the earth and the world were made you were God from everlasting and world without end you turn man back to the dust you say return o children of men for a thousand years in your sight is yesterday even as a day that is past you scatter them as a night watch that comes quickly to an end they are even as a dream and fade away they are like the grass which is in the morning is green but in the evening is dried up and withered For we consume away in your displeasure and are afraid of your wrathful indignation. You have set our misdeeds before you and our secret sins in the light of your countenance. For when you are angry, all our days are gone. We bring our years to an end as a tale that is told. The days of our life are seventy years, and though some be so strong that they come to eighty years, yet is their span but labor and sorrow. So soon it passes away, and we are gone but who regards the power of your wrath and who considers the fierceness of your anger. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Turn again, O Lord, and tarry not. Be gracious unto your servants. O satisfy us with your mercy in the morning. So shall we rejoice and be glad all the days of our life. Comfort us again according to the measure of the days that you've afflicted us and for the years in which we have suffered adversity. Show your servants your work, and their children, your glory, and may the grace of the Lord our God be upon us. Prosper the works of our hands, O prosper our handiwork. And the glory of Patry, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first lesson, portions of. Genesis chapter thirty-six. Genesis thirty-six, beginning at verse one. These are the generations of Esau, that is, Edom. Esau took his wives from the Canaanites: Ada, the daughter of Ellen, the Hittite; Aholabama, the daughter of Anna, the daughter of Zibion the Hivite; and Basemath, Ishmael's daughter, the sister of Nebaioth And Ada bore to Esau Eliphaz. Basimoth bore Ruel, and Oholabamah bore Jeush, Jalem, and Korah. These are the sons of Esau, who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Then Esau took his wives, his sons, his daughters, and all the members of his household, his livestock, all his beasts, and all his property that he had acquired in the land of Canaan. He went into a land away from his brother Jacob, for their possessions were too great for them to dwell together. The land of their sojournings could not support them because of their livestock. So Esau settled in the hill country of Seir. These are the generations of Esau, the father of the Edomites, in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons. Eliphaz, the son of Ada, the wife of Esau. Ruel, the son of Basima, the wife of Esau. The sons of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Zeppo, Gadim, and Kenaz. Timnah was a concubine of Eliphaz. Esau's son. She bore Amalek to Ephaz. These are the son of Ada, Esau's wife. These are the sons of Ruel, Nahath, Zeru, Shammah, and Mizah. These are the sons of Basemath, Esau's wife. These are the sons of Aholobama, the daughter of Anna, the bother daughter of Zibion, Esau's wife. She bore to Esau Jeush, Jalim, and Korah. And down to verse 31, these are the kings who reigned in the land of Edom before any king reigned over the Israelites. Bela, the son of Beor, reigned in Edom, the name of his city being Dinhabah. Bela died and Joab, the son of Zerah of Basra, reigned in his place. Joab died and Husham the, from, of the land of the timonites reigned in his place. Husham died and Hadad, the son of Bedad, was defeated Midian in the country of Moab, reigned in his place, the name of his city being Aveth. Hadad died, and Samlah of Mazrakah reigned in his place. Samlah died, and Shaul of Rehoboth of the Euphrates reigned in his place. Shaul died, and Baal-Hanan, the son of Akbor, reigned in his place. Baal-Hanan, the son of Akbor, died, and Hadar reigned in his place. The name of his city being Pau. His wife's name was Mehedabel, the daughter of Matrid, daughter of Mezahab. These are the names of the chiefs of Esau, according to their clans and their dwelling places, by their names. The chiefs of Timnah, Alva, Jetheth, Oholabama, Elah, Penan, Kenaz, Temmen, Mibzar, Magdiel, and Iram. These are the chiefs of Edom, that is Esau, the father of Edom, according to their dwelling places in the land of their possessions. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us respond to the lesson, the words of the Deum Laudamus on page 17. Together, we praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and the seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You were seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Our second lesson, the Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. John chapter 19, beginning at verse 1. Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. And the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and struck him with their hands. Pilate went out again and said to them, See, I am bringing him out to you that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold the man. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the Stone Pavement in an Aramaic, Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king. They cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. So he delivered him over to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus, and he went out, bearing his own cross, to the place called the Place of a Skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. Then they crucified him, with him two others, one on either side, and Jesus between them. Pilate also wrote an inscription and put it on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Aramaic, in Latin, and in Greek. So the chief priest of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but rather this man said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them into four parts, one part for each soldier, also his tunic. But the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said to one another, Let us not tear it, but cast lots for it, to see whose it shall be. This was to fulfill the scripture which said, They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. So the soldiers did these things. But standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. has borne witness. His testimony is true, and he knows that he is telling the truth, that you also may believe. For these things took place that the scriptures might be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And again another scripture says, They will look on him whom they have pierced. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. The Benedictus on page 19, our response as it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to reflect on this morning's lessons, but return and join me as we lift our voices together and profess our faith in the Apostles' Creed. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. Page 603, our Collect of the Day from the Fifth Sunday of Epiphany. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, keep your household, the church, continually in your true religion that we who trust in the hope of your heavenly grace may always be defended by your mighty power. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. And on page 23, this Collect for Peace on this Tuesday morning, O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom, defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Now we'll lift up three prayers for mission, as is our custom. The first, on behalf of the Church of Jesus Christ and its leaders. Secondly, we want to remember our government leaders. And last, we want to pray for our neighbor, our fellow man, as we hold up all of those on our prayer list. I'll use these three prayers on page 24 to frame our intercessions, and I invite you to join with me. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, we pray to send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge your life-giving spirit of grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. We pray today for all of those you've called to shepherd your people as apostles and prophets, evangelists and pastors and teachers. We ask, O God, that you'd help these to be faithful ministers of your word and your sacraments as they build up your church for the work of the ministry. We pray for Foley, our Archbishop of the Anglican Church in North America, along with Mark, our Bishop here in the Anglican Diocese of the Great Lakes, and Alan, our Suffragan Bishop-Elect. Take this time to lift up your archbishop or your bishop and remember your pastor or rector. Be sure and hold up your church or your mission work before the Lord. I hold up Crossroads Anglican in the Abbey. If you're joining us from another denomination, lift up your denomination and its leaders. Father, forgive us our sad divisions. Make us one. Help us to love one another as Christ has loved us and help us to do those works that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to be salt and light in the midst of a corrupt and a darkened generation. Build your church, mighty God. Let not the gates of hell prevail against it. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the chief apostle and high priest of our confession, we pray. Amen. Now let's hold up our government leaders. O God, you've made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and you've sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those that are far off and those that are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom. We pray today for all of those you've called to govern, asking that you lift up the humble and those who do what is right, according to their oath of office, but to resist the proud and the self-serving, rebuking the wicked openly so that all may learn to fear you and learn that all power and all authority comes from you. We pray for Joe, our president, Kamala, our vice president, all the president's cabinet. We lift up Mike, our speaker, and Chuck, our senate leader, and all of our elected officials in the House and the Senate. We pray for John, our chief justice, and all the members of the Supreme Court, and all the courts throughout the land. I bring to you Gretchen, my governor, here in the state of Michigan, along with Gary, my township supervisor, and I invite each of you to lift up the governor of your state. Or your commonwealth, and to remember your local leader. Father, give all these that we've elected and those that they've appointed wisdom and strength to know and do your will. And since your word declares that righteousness exalts a nation, I ask that you'd help each of us to do justly, to love mercy and to walk humbly with you so that you might visit our nation with your blessing and not in judgment. These things we ask through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Finally, Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those that do not know you to the knowledge and the love of you. We pray today for all of those that are suffering in their minds and in their bodies. We lift up the hungry, the homeless, the destitute, and all the oppressed. We bring to you the sick, the wounded, the crippled, and all of the institutionalized. We pray for all of those that find themselves in loneliness, fear, or anguish. All those facing temptation, doubt, or despair. We remember the sorrowful and the bereaved who are nursing or have lost loved ones, especially your church that is being persecuted throughout the world. And we lift up the families of the martyrs Lord, have mercy. We remember all of the prisoners and captives and those in mortal danger. All our men and women in the military and law enforcement communities. All of our first responders and our health care workers. These that protect us, O oh Lord, we ask you to protect them. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that you and your mercy will comfort and relieve all these and everyone on our prayer list, granting them, them the knowledge of your great love as you stir up in each of us the will and the patience to minister to the poor. All these things we ask for the honor of your great name. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to lift up your personal intercessions unto the Lord but return and join me as we lift our voices together and give thanks to Almighty God. The General Thanksgiving on page 25. we may show forth your praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all of our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you've given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you, and you've promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their request. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. You've been listening to Morning Prayer at the Crossroads, a prayer minister of Crossroads Anglican in South Lyon, Michigan. Thank you for being our guest today at the Abbey. We hope that you found your visit encouraging as we strive together to build one another up in the faith and to make the habit of daily prayer a regular part of your Christian discipleship. If you'd like to learn more about Crossroads Anglican and daily prayer, please check out our website at crossroadsabbey.org. You'll find a host of prayer resources and helpful links there that'll help you learn more about the Anglican tradition, liturgical worship, and our vision to help strengthen and encourage your walk and help you draw closer to God. You can purchase your own copy or download a free PDF of the new Book of Common Prayer by visiting the Anglican Church of North America's website at bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. That's bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. I'm Father David, and this has been a production of Crossroads Anglican. If you'd like to help support our ministry, please click on the donation button on the right side of our homepage and make your tax-deductible gifts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Let us bless the Lord, brothers and sisters. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.